Welcome in this week, everyone, to the Lucky Bets podcast. We got Dylan Corbett joining us again. Uh, these last two weeks, man, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I finally go place uh, my first bet a couple weeks ago. Okay. Simple 18 parlay, and it just gets dashed immediately with, <laughs> with the Falcons. And then, you know, the Bengals lose – 10 minutes later and I'm like, man, why'd I even put this bet down? But last week, you know, Buffalo gigantic, gigantic favorites lose. I mean, it's been carnage. Um, actually I had the old three in one week because I was on the Falcons plus six and a half. I thought they were going to somehow lose that, you know, as just a fan, the spread was intact, but if they somehow lose that, that was going to be crazy. Uh, hit the under in that Denver Broncos game. Speaking of upsets that killed a lot of survivor pools. Uh, you mentioned the bills Jaguars. Yeah. Just been carnage and then death taxes and a Vikings over of course, as they lose again. Uh, so, yeah, it was a crazy week. We found some spots even amidst the carnage. But, yeah, it's been uh, the last couple of weeks of the underdog for sure, as you said. Yeah, overall uh, in picks, I went seven and seven. So my worst week of the year. But, uh, you know, maybe get back on track this week. Going to hop in real quick. Some interesting odds I, I see uh, this week. You got Denver as the favorites, minus 150. Uh, these are all numbers I saw this morning. Don't know if they've changed a little. Uh, this one may have changed with the bullshit news of Odell, but uh, the Rams only minus 200 against San Francisco. I think that number, you know, if you want to bet on a favorite that you know is probably going to win is the Rams. And if they're that low, I mean, that just makes you a little more money than, you know, if they were plus 800, you know. Right, uh, especially in a bounce back, too, coming off the loss against Tennessee, which was another upset of the week. Then you got the uh, Bills and Jets. They're over under at 47. Uh, mm-hmm. If the if the Jets go out and score another 30 points, I think uh, this this could be a very low over under for that. Uh, and Mike White named the starter, uh, who's yes. been their big offensive plug. Well, and, you know, even if he gets hurt, they apparently have Josh Johnson. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. As long as it's not Zach Wilson and his new QB coach, uh, John Beck. Yeah. And then uh, the final one the Chargers and the Vikings spread sitting at exactly three points. Oh, yeah. Why the hell would you make the spread exactly three points? And that is every single Minnesota game. <laughs> How are we supposed to right, bet on exactly. that? Yeah, it's uh, I imagine it'll find its way to probably three and a half for the Chargers um, as we get closer to Sunday. But it, I you know what? I, I think I like the Vikings in this spot. I know they lose all the time. Uh, Chargers coming off a win. I guess the Vikings did cover against the Ravens. Like, again, it, three is a number where it just screams, hey, why am I watching this game if it's going to come down to a push? Uh, yeah. yeah, if you're thinking Vikings, I would wait until possibly seeing three and a half. Oh, for sure. And I mean, it's going to be a three-point game. I don't know which way it's going to go, but it's going to be a three-point game. It always is. Uh, So let's get a few of your lines. I have a couple lines that I'm interested in this week as well, but we'll we'll hear from you first. All right. I love it. Some official plays from both of us. Yeah, let's get into it. Kind of looked at this yesterday. Um, There's some some plug-your-nose ones, but hey, sometimes those are the ones that – find a way to win uh i'm actually going eagles against denver i think that was the shock i think denver's actually 
like a pretty solid team. They got rid of Von Miller, but they showed, yeah, you know, they don't, they don't blow you off the page, but they certainly shouldn't be overlooked like everyone did in that Dallas game, right, with Dak coming back. But the Eagles, they lose another heartbreaker. They are winless at home. They're actually three and two. They're all three wins on the road. Um, I think it's a letdown spot for the Broncos. I think it's going to be a very intriguing matchup of Bridgewater versus Hurts. Um, and I think uh, Eagles plus two and a half there. I got it at even odds. Uh, I'm jumping on the Eagles there on the road. Yeah, I mean, I have just made it a point. I will not bet on a Broncos game at all ever uh they're my team and if I want to bet against them then I'm you know feeling like oh god I still want them to win though or if I bet yeah, for I them, can't I do know it. I'm gonna get let down so uh you know I I don't know that this seems kind of just like a coin flip game to me to be honest totally. I mean I don't think the Broncos are as good as what last week looked like, Right. you know, going up 30. Oh, I mean, it should have been a shutout against the Cowboys, to be honest, yeah. a couple garbage time touchdowns kept that from happening, but uh, Philly, you know, their offense is just weird. Their defense doesn't really actually stop anyone, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a game that I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole. Cause I just have no <laughs> idea. Right, because that's your team too. And yeah, that's what I find. Like, I'm in the same spot this week. I think the Falcons coming off a Saints win, they're going to get crushed by the Cowboys this week coming off the Broncos loss. So I'm not going to bet against my Falcons, but I'm staying away because I think that's what's going to happen. It's nine and a half. I think that's a little bit too many, but who knows? It's, it's, well, what a was it last week spot. with the Broncos for the Cowboys? 10. Bingo. Wasn't exactly. about 10. So I mean, it was. Um, I hate this pick, but. Detroit coming after the bye, off a bye. Pittsburgh, they're you know they're winning games, but they're doing it sloppy against bad teams. I love the under in this game. Pittsburgh's defense is great. Detroit, they stink. Uh, that's forty-two and a half. It's low. Let's hope it's just a low noon total game. Uh, Detroit plus eight and a half, just because they're coming off the bye. Pittsburgh short week because they played on Monday night. So I wonder if they maybe not get clipped in Pittsburgh, especially because Pittsburgh's so great at home. But I wonder if it's surprisingly like a field goal game. Yeah. I mean, and uh, the lions they've, they've had close games, you know, they had the Mm -hmm. heartbreaking loss of 66 yard field goal, Justin Tucker. I mean, they've been in, they've been in a few games, Uh, you know, for the uh, Rams game, they made that not necessarily close, but they went out there, they continued to score points uh, even late in the game. So the against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, you know, they're, a, like you said, sloppy team. So uh, it's not a bad pick. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, that's one where it's like I'll totally – if the Steelers just blow them out, I'm like, ah, that's why I never touch the Lions ever again, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, two last totals for me. I've got a total of five plays, see if we can keep it going with another solid week. Um, going over in the Rams game, this total's already shot up. San Francisco, they gave up 22 points to the Bears. They gave up uh, Colt McCoy running all over them, throwing all over them. That was crazy. I love the Rams in a bounce back, but maybe not. Uh, you know, I, I don't really have a lean on the spread, so to speak. As you were saying, like, I like the money line. I like the Rams and the money line. Pretty uh, good odds there, minus 200, as opposed to laying minus four and having the Rams win by a field goal. So I like your lean there. I'm going to the total, excuse me, over 49 for this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
even when the Niners don't look good, I mean, they still go out and score 17, maybe 24. Uh, if you're looking at what their total might be. And then if you think the Rams are also going to win that game, you got to think, okay, how many points are they going to score? If they got to score more than 24, it's about 50. So you got to be over there anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I'm banking on and potentially I doubt OBJ is going to suit up, but who knows? That's another weapon, right? With the news today. I mean, I don't even, we'll, we'll talk about OBJ on your show. It sounds good. We'll, we'll keep him off my show. I don't want to talk about him. At all. <laughs> uh, did you have any more plays? Last play is my dogs are serenading us. I've got uh sorry, I'm just gonna lay out for this. Hey. <laughs> the beauty of pets, folks. All right. Last play for me, uh, going to go to the under in New Orleans and Tennessee, 44 and a half. I think the Saints defense is still good. Looks like Simeon's still the starter. Um, look, against the Rams, right, they basically had two defensive touchdowns. They had the true defensive touchdown, and then the other one they scored on the very next play. Right. Uh, so let's see if maybe that wasn't Tennessee's real team without Derrick Henry. Under 44 and a half. I, I think the Saints are going to keep this close too. But then again, Titans keep on winning. Uh, yeah. you, they're on a hot streak right now. Yeah. And I mean, if we even look back at last week with New Orleans, a lot of their scoring came towards the end of the game uh, yeah, to, to totally. make it close. You know, Tennessee, that actually is a great segue into my bets. Uh, All right. So I love the Tennessee money line. It's a real short, uh, that they're a favorite 150. And I also want to take the spread on it at minus three. I think they win by more than three for sure. Uh, and, you know, I, I like Tennessee and how they looked last week. Honestly, their defense, I'm impressed with. Uh, the offense looked just fine. AP went and got himself a touchdown. And I, I like them this week. And like I said, at a short favorite, I, yeah. I like that as well. And I think you're going to get like minus three even odds too on Tennessee. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, they were running AP out of like the Wildcat. Like he was – they just brought him in and he was just being AP. Um, yeah, that's uh, – I, I like that play a lot for the Titans just because they're – they've got the easiest schedule remaining. I still don't believe in Trevor Simeon. I think they're going to coast to the one seed possibly in the AFC if they keep this up, potentially get Henry back. And Mike Vrabel, I think, might be coach of the year. I mean, he's doing big things for that team. I took Tennessee uh, with the points against the Rams, and I wish I took a money line on Sunday night because, yeah, that was a blitzing. Yeah, and I mean, they they just go out there and they beat teams that they're – it's supposed to either be a close game and maybe they went – like they're just going out and getting it done. Uh, so I like that one. Cleveland. I'm going Cleveland this week and their their dogs uh, minus yep. or plus 120 against the Patriots. I'm not sold on the Patriots. I don't understand why. I mean, yeah, sure. They're what? Five and four. So what? The, their <laughs> offense doesn't look all that great. Mac Jones. Yeah, he's a he's a good quarterback. He goes out there and gets the job done, but it's not like he's going out and throwing for even 200 yards. It's. Mm-hmm. 
these backs somehow are just going out and making plays. This defense is all right. But we saw Cleveland last week. Woo! Get Odell <laughs> yeah. out of there and look what happens. Like they look the same it. way when Odell was gone last year. And then they just immediately went right to it. And, you know, I like guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones mm-hmm. going out and making some big plays. Nick Chubb, if he's in this week, if he's out, doesn't really matter. If he is in, great. If he's out, the Ernest Johnson's a stud too. So mm-hmm. uh, I just – I like the offense much better. Their defense is also better than the Patriots 100%. I mean, I don't understand why they're dogs, so I'm taking them this week. Right. I stayed away from that Cincinnati-Cleveland game because I was kind of thinking the same as you. Like, okay, I know the narrative of OBJ when he's gone. Like, this team performs. But I still was like, damn, the Bengals are a good team. They Mm -hmm. got exposed a little bit, you know? So Cleveland really showed out. I'm hoping it's not a letdown factor. The Chubb, I really hope. I just traded for him in fantasy. I really hope he plays this weekend. But, yeah, that might hurt them a little bit. But you said a capable backup. Uh, you know, the only thing there is against uh, a Belichick defense, but you said it. The, the Patriots have won against the Panthers, uh, the Jets, and the Texans, right? And then they yeah. did have that win at the Chargers. Um, but they Brooklyn. haven't been that great, exactly, that great at home. In fact, they're one and four straight up. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Well, and I mean, the Chargers have just been doing this all year, you know, up and down all over the place. So a win against them. It's no different, I think, than a win against the Jets. I mean, I think a win against the Jets, honestly, it has more value than that right now. Because no kidding, how about that? uh, I also like the Seattle money line plus one fifty. You know, I may or may not stick with this, depending on you know if Rogers is back. The earliest he can be back is Saturday. So, what's that going to look like for this game? But Seattle's getting Russ back. So that's huge. More than likely getting Chris Carson back, which, you know, he'd probably be in and out of that game, but it's still, you know, your top running back is back. They did not look good against the Chiefs with just Jordan Love and the Chiefs, you know, you can move the ball on their defense and they didn't, you know, I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers is a huge part of that, but I, I, you know, this is, probably the gamble of all of my picks is these guys because i'm not completely sure but you know might as well go for it and since they're a dog they got russ back i I think think it's gonna be fun to watch yeah i actually like that play um i'm hoping for some of my fantasy teams that wilson looks like trending obviously to be back carson as well um and i kind of said this on a different podcast that uh i joined this week was that they were it was like an award show and it was like a team you think is not doing much right now but is ready to break out look at the seahawks uh good defense gino is able to go one and two with them uh and now i was saying because if the falcons right now have a hold on the sixth or seventh nfc spot it's wide open and the mm-hmm. Seahawks could totally, you know, they could totally go on a run now that they're getting their two best players or two, arguably two best players on offense, right? Two DK Metcalf and Lockett would like a word, but they're going to enjoy their quarterback back. Well, and uh, let, let's take a look at this. Mm. Obviously, Arizona is probably the best team in that division. Yep. Look at San Francisco. Oh, not great. Terrible. I think Shanahan should be on the hot seat. Look at the Rams. Okay. I mean, this is a, Bold prediction, but they just signed OBJ. 
Yeah. They're going down. <laughs> there goes Stafford's MVP. I, I wish he didn't go. So even that second spot, because I think two teams out of this division are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Seattle's got a real good chance right now to just pop right back up into that second spot. And do they have another – have they played the uh, Cardinals yet? Seahawks, Cardinals, I could look it up for you right now. Um, they, I know if they have, they at least have one more game right. against them. But uh, that's that's a game that Seattle could walk in and make something happen. Arizona's defense is fantastic so far uh, this season. But Yeah, I never like counting out Russell Wilson. They exactly. have not faced the Cardinals yet, so they still have two games. It's actually the season finale in Arizona, and they're going to host them here in two weeks, 10 days. Think about actually. that. If, if Seattle gets hot and then they can take down the <laughs> divisional leader twice yeah. at the end of the year, this could be still Seattle's division. I mean, I'm getting way far ahead of myself, but – yeah, I, I don't think it's crazy. I mean, you look at Seattle at three and five and the fact that they're 20 points plus on their point differential, that's the sign of, okay, this record's a little bit deceiving. And mm-hmm. I in total agreement with you that I think San Francisco are total frauds. And then, yeah, who knows? <laughs> I mean, the writing's on the wall for OBJ and the whole narrative to set up the Rams. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see how that shakes out. And then my my final play, uh, the Rams line we already talked about, you know, uh, minus 200. But the mm-hmm. spread is also minus four against the uh, 49ers. Yep. You really think that the 49ers are going to put up enough of a fight to lose by four or less? I don't I, think so. Yeah. But the, the, the only thing there is, God, four just always scares me. As a home dog, right, if the 49ers mm-hmm. – it's football. Look what Jacksonville did. If the 49ers yeah, keep yeah. it within a field goal, that's an L. But yes, I like your leading of thinking here of the Rams coming off this loss, way better team. This is easy to win by a touchdown. Yeah. And I mean, we'll talk about it a little in your show, but uh, Matt Stafford did have something going on with his ankle, uh, rolled it last week. So, okay. you know, possibly if he is out, then I don't like anything in that game. And I'm not touching that game betting wise, but. Totally. We'll just have to see. Uh, and then with these bets, I wouldn't mind parlaying all of the uh, all the dogs. Yeah. Why not? Throw down a $25 bet, have a $300 payout. I think that's yes. all right. Uh, and even if you sub out, say, Seattle because you're, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers comes in and plays, and yep. then you're like, yeah, I don't know. Sub them out for Tennessee. $25 bet is still a $200 payout. So I like that. Yeah, certainly parlay. I was just meanwhile looking up who the Rams backup is because yeah, Stafford is indeed questionable and John Wolford come on down. <laughs> uh, yeah. That 49ers might be licking their chops for that one. Right. Uh, all right. And then uh, just to close out the show, some prop bets love Let's doing do these just little thinkers. Dak Prescott coming off of the loss last week, over or under 295 passing yards. Oh, against the Falcons, way over. I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be ugly, ugly, ugly. So, yeah, I was sitting there exactly this way with the Broncos last week. Hey, well, you don't understand. I had Vic Quick on the show, and I also want to give Vic Quick a huge shout-out. He's actually on the Heisman Voter Committee. 
Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he will be voting for the Heisman Trophy winner this year. Sweet. So that's awesome. Congrats, yeah. Vic. Uh, that's great. Tell him to vote for Bryce Young. I've got a feature on him. I think he's he's leading my Heisman watch personally. Uh, but anyway, was talking with him. He was on the Fantasy Show last week, and uh, he's a, he's a Cowboys fan. And I was like, Vic, don't even worry. We're gonna be terrible. You guys are gonna beat the <laughs> hell out of us. And then what happens? We go out there and beat their ass. Uh, I yep. mean, as a Falcons fan. I'm a Broncos fan. We we're pr- kind of on the same level right now, to be honest. I would be, sh- yeah, good point. I mean, I was equally. Well, I wasn't kind of shocked. I mean, I had a feeling against Trevor Simeon does not scare me, but I, I just think the worst is about to happen. I can't even get my hopes up to even bet nine and a half. But uh, you're you're starting to talk me into it. I'll probably get myself there by Sunday. Well, and I'm gonna just put it out there. Not only recently, but Matt Ryan is just a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. That's my final no, say no, on that. Yeah. Dak no Prescott argument over, for me on that. Yeah. Dak Prescott over 295. I'm going to go with over for sure. I mean, yeah. you have to just assume with this offense against anybody that Dak can throw for that much and they're going to air it out. That's just the Cowboys. Uh, Josh Allen over or under. 27 fantasy points. Oh, he's coming back to vision game jets. I mean, not a great defense. I mean, Allen's certainly not had a great last couple of weeks. I would like to think 27, he gets something on the ground. I think he gets a rushing touchdown propels him over 27. Yeah. I think he's the bills are going to bounce back here. I mean, 27, that's a tough line because 27 would have made you top five quarterbacks last week. Mm-hmm. We were hoping for that. You People were expecting that against Jacksonville. I mean, not quite. The Jets, I'm just going to go out there, man. I mean, Buffalo getting upset by Jacksonville last week. Mm-hmm. The Jets are the upset team of the year. They go out and they upset people. They almost upset. I mean, they didn't almost upset, but whatever. They almost uh, had a chance against the Colts. Last it was a good game. Put up right. 30 points. So, if, if the Bills can't get it figured out this week and they're still reeling from last week, I mean, there's there's a tough chance of 27 points for uh, Josh Allen. But to be smart, I'm going to say over 27. All right. I mean, it's, it's Josh Allen. You can't really bet against him. Uh, right. And then the final one, Jonathan Taylor against Jacksonville has more rushing yards than Najee Harris against Detroit. And here's the kicker. Hmm. Harris gets an extra 10.5-yard bump. You know what? I'm going to go with Harris because, one, it's Detroit, right? Um, And then the Colts, I just saw this right before we hopped on to record, was that they just downgraded Wentz to questionable. If it's Sam Ellinger, I was about to pick the Colts in my survivor against the Jaguars. I'm already – second guessing that i'm switching it because this is weird i know it's an indy uh jacksonville but sam ellinger i mean you know urban knows who he is right like i feel like he could game plan for that lawrence is better than ellinger uh so that scares me a little bit yeah i mean it's kind of hard to bet against jonathan taylor he's just been insane the past few weeks uh benaje harris is also a stud and you know Against Detroit, I expect Pittsburgh to 
use their playmakers and who's their biggest playmaker. It's Najee Harris right now. So I mean, uh, I would say that Harris not only is going to get ground yards, but he's going to get involved in the passing game. I know this is just for rushing yards. Uh, I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I just have to, I mean, over what almost 400 yards in the last three weeks. Yeah. It's been crazy like that. Almost 200 uh, a week ago. So, I mean, I'd have to take Jonathan Taylor there, but I guess we'll just see. We shall see. All right. What a big dome for being on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, you can catch me on his podcast as well. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Uh, good luck on bets this week and we'll see you next week. Thank you.